Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Wednesday, May 17th. And um, today I want to chat with you a bit about um, employee retention once again. Uh, I know it's not our Teachable Tuesday, but I'm I'm really feeling like we may start doing these Wednesday episodes, so just stick with me. You know, everything is is unscripted and just in the moment, and I always try to bring you real-life examples, um, things that I may have encountered during the week, things that are just fresh and, and just new and happening in the news when it, when it relates to business, and so, um, I wanted to go ahead and and jump in on that. We're going to chat today a little bit, and I'm really just going to share my my own opinions, my own thoughts, because that's what this is all about, right? Is just getting other people's thoughts and ideas um, on what and on how we feel about what is going on right now. Um, And there's no right or wrong answer, but it's just how you take that information and you apply it on a daily basis. Um, or if you even choose to apply it. And so let's go ahead and just jump in here because this subject really just kept popping up over and over and over with different people that I've talked to throughout the week, different stories that I've seen reported in the news, um, different conversations with business owners. And, and it really becomes one of those subjects that is so overwhelming sometimes because there's really a solution. There really, really is. There is a solution, and that is when we talk about employee retention and the problem that we're having with um, just people not either wanting to work or they can't find work or maybe they can't solidify, you know, certain positions that they would really desire to be in, and there's no one that's, that's um, you know, making those offers I guess is the best way to say. And so there are a lot of people out there. This this would be the easiest way to say it. A lot of people out there feeling lost and confused, unsure of what their future holds and and what is really available to them. And then there are those who just don't know what they want to do in life. So some of the words that came to mind was um, communication and loyalty when it comes to business. Now, I was talking to my husband earlier today and I, and you know, we were discussing the subject and it it just really hit hard because you think back in the day employers would um, employ for life. You know, they found they they looked for and found the employees that they would want to work for them as long as the employees would want to be there. If that was 20, 30, 40 years, um, then so be it. They wanted people that were loyal. So I want to break down these words just a little bit so we can have a better understanding. And I want to tell you where, um, where that disconnect comes in. So stay with me. Um, I promise you'll get it towards the end if you don't grab a hold and, and walk with me through it at the beginning. But let's go ahead and look at this word communication. Communication is really, it, uh, simply it's just a way information is exchanged. And so we know that as simple as that sounds, communicating is just the way that we exchange information with one another on a daily basis. It's not easy. Because communication happens in so many different ways. 
And some people know how to communicate in some ways and others only know how to communicate in other ways. Maybe they haven't been taught. Maybe they just, it's not their preference. Um, communication comes in writing. It comes verbally. It comes, um, in a silent form. You know, we have body language. Communication can come, um, as I said, in the written format. And some people are, are visual learners. And so they, they grab hold of that information in a more visual way where they're able to see it, um, act on it watch it being uh watch it happening in the moment and others you can just speak it to them and they get it everybody is different and so we even though that word to communicate you know sounds so simple a lot of times we don't communicate the right way to everybody and that person is left feeling like they completely missed the message they have no idea what you're talking about and it's not anybody's fault on either side. It's just learning how to communicate with that person, learning the best way. Um, an example I can give you is when I used to teach and I had, you know, I taught art for five years and, um, physical education. My first year out of high school, I was teaching physical education to, uh, elementary, middle school and high schoolers. And, I had to learn how to communicate with every single child. I mean, teachers, I will, I give you all the credit because I know what you go through. I know where you're at. You have a classroom full of 20 to 30 kids sometimes, and you have to know each and every one of them and how they function, how they operate, how they think, how they learn. That is the biggest part. How do they learn? Because they all learn differently. And, and there are a lot of teachers out there that know how to communicate on every single child's level. Why don't we do that in business? If a teacher can communicate on every child's level and know exactly how they're going to um, retrieve that information and retain it, then why can't we do that at the business level? Why are we not able to form that relationship with each employee and understand how they learn, how they retain. We're going to get back to that word relationship in just a minute, but I want to jump ahead to um, the word loyalty because what we're trying to do here is go from the communication part to the loyal part. How do we get our employees to be loyal to us as business owners in these massive corporations have such a hard time retaining employees. A lot of the smaller companies have kind of held on to that old school way of thinking, that family orientation, where we know, you know, we hire on a smaller team, we can retain them a lot longer because we do have that relationship. But you have these massive corporations that employ tens of thousands of people across the nation, and some of them even around the world, and they find that they cannot retain employees. They are consistently a revolving door. One person in, one person out. Two people out, one person in. Which makes it really hard. Because the job is never... The job... Let me back up. The job may get done, but it may not get done at the quality that we expect it. There may not be the customer service at a higher level that we expect because... Employees are coming in, they're only learning what needs to be known, and a lot of them don't even really understand what it is they're supposed to be doing, but they're there because they need a job. And so it's a, this consistent revolving door. 
So I want to look at the word loyalty so that we can be reminded of what that means. And it's basically, um, just to throw a couple of words out there for you, loyalty or to be loyal is um, to be dependable, to be trustworthy, um, to be devoted. It's someone who is faithful. It's someone who can be reliable. Um, having a determination to do that job well because they respect you and because you know them and you've shown that you care about their well-being and you care that they're there as your employee and you care that they are working so hard to help your business grow. But how do we get those employees to become these words, to become consistent, reliable, determined, trustworthy, you know, and devoted. How do we get them to that place? We have to go back to the relationship aspect. And so relationship comes right in the middle of communication and loyalty. And what is the problem? Why is there a disconnect when we come to that word relationship? And a lot of people don't like to listen to this. They don't like to hear that that is the missing link because it's too much work. That's the easy answer. It's too much work for them. It's too much work to build a relationship with an individual. Think about our relationships with our families, um, our best friends, you know, those that are closest to us, our spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, those types of relationships, they're a lot of work. You have to work to build that trust. You have to work to build that um, affection and that reliability. You have to um, work in all of those different ways to build something to that place of loyalty. But it's no different with the people who work for you. And I want to speak to the employees as well. It is no different for you. You have to want a relationship in whatever it is that you're doing. And how do you do that? Go and, and, and do the things that you love doing. The jobs that you know you're going to have a passion for, that you know you're going to be able to help, even if you know that it's temporary. What is something that you can connect to, that you can grab hold to, that you can apply for, that you know you are going to have a passion to do? That you're going to enjoy yourself, understanding and knowing that it is not the end of the road for you. It's not the last job you will ever hold. But what can you do in that position? Maybe because it's an urgency, you, you have to have some type of income. You have to have some type of position, you know, so that you can earn a living. But what is it that you will be able to fully engage in and be loyal to for that season? And it may end up being something that you hold on to for a very long time, which is great. But even if it is for a season, for a short period of time, what can you be loyal to? To show loyalty to that employer who has given you an opportunity and a chance to be there. That brings me to my next point because in one of the, um, one of the instances that I came across this week, and this is one of many, um, but this one just really stood out to me, was there is a, and, I, and I'm not going to say the name because I haven't asked, 
you know, permission to mention them. But there is a small business here in, in our town that we like to go to from time to time for pizza. You know, we just want to have a nice meal out or we want to order in. Um, we like their pizza and they are a small business and we love supporting small businesses. Um, and they have always been so kind and so sweet. Their customer service is, is right there where it needs to be. And, um, even as I entered this place and I don't even know if they'll ever hear this, (laughs) this episode or even tune into our podcast, but if they do, it's all good, good stuff for them. But even in walking in, you know, the day I walked in, there was this, uh, apology because the, the food wasn't ready yet. Um, and I was probably there a few minutes early. The pizza was almost done. You know, I just wanted to pick it up and take it home. But I joked around with the young lady and I said, Oh no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. But, um, I'm just really hungry. <laughs> and it had been one of those days where we, we hadn't eaten since breakfast. You know, it was, we were just ready to eat. And she says, Oh no, 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 don't get hangry with me. Don't get hangry with me. And we laughed about it. Um, she didn't know who I was. She just knows me as a customer. Um, she doesn't know what I do. She doesn't know our business is in um, employee coaching and customer service training and um, all other types of, you know, business uh, trainings. But she just happened to open up and mention, you know, they were short-staffed and um, it's been so hard to find employees that are loyal And that's what really hit me was, you know, to hear it coming from the business owners, the ones that I know um, are doing a great job, the ones that I know are working hard, the ones that I know put their, their love and their heart and everything into the food that they make. That's why we keep going back. But she was talking about being short staffed and how um, it's so hard to find people who want to work, meaning They get hired on, they show up, and then they disappear. The business gets ghosted by these um, employees. They never come back. They never make a phone call. They never say anything uh, about why they're not returning. They just don't come back. And I loved the story that she shared, and I have to share it with you. And and like I said, I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but she probably won't ever hear this, so I'm not going to mention any names like I said before. But she mentioned how at one point um, her husband had, uh, when, you know, he would manage the employees, I believe this was in another business, um, that if an employee came in just five minutes late, he would hold them accountable to that. And he would tell them, and and the way she described it was, they would come in dressed and and ready for work and, um, you know, ready to go, but they were late. And he would tell them, you know what, that's great and everything. Thank you for coming in, but you're you're late. Why don't you go on, go on back home, and we'll try again tomorrow. Now, that may seem really harsh to most people, but to me, I thought, yes, accountability. Accountability. Because even in business school, even when you are taking classes, Specifically for business, one of the main things, and I have had several professors in the past that have done this, if you are late to their class uh, in person or on Zoom, they will either not let you in or they will log you out of that class meeting. 
And that is the kind of accountability that is missing, that is long gone from the majority of these establishments and businesses that we need to bring back. Because those five minutes make a huge difference. If you cannot be responsible enough and understand your position, your duties, what is expected of you, to show up on time or even a few minutes early, then you're not showing the respect that you need to to that business that you are working for. They're paying you to provide a service and so that you can serve their customers. Now, in saying that, I understand there are emergencies. I understand that things happen. But for me personally, I have always been the type of person to show up 15 minutes early to everything. Everything. And my husband will tell you because sometimes I will fuss and fuss and fuss about it if we are not getting out the door by a certain time. Because I want to make sure that we're there in enough time to just sit for a moment and breathe before we have to walk into whatever it is that we're doing. Whether it's a presentation, a job, um, an event, whatever it is. I do not want to be rushing to try to get myself set up to do whatever it is that we need to do. I want that extra time. And so even in the past when I've had appointments with people, um, I've told someone that I'd be there at a certain time and I know that I'm running late in traffic or something's happening and it's still 15 minutes till because it is at that 15 minute mark that I expected to be there. I've always called and said, you know, I'm, uh, uh, let me, let me give you an example with a, um, maybe a doctor's appointment or, um, physical therapy or something. I'll call and say, you know what, I know I had an appointment at such and such time. I'm stuck in traffic. I know I still have time, but just in case, you know, I don't get through this in the next 15 minutes, do you need me to reschedule? Because I don't want to take up your time that you could be helping someone else. And they've always told me, no, 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 thank you so much for letting us know. You're fine. Just go ahead and come on in. Uh, We understand if you do end up being late. It's just respect and common courtesy to hold yourself accountable for what you have promised to do. And in accepting a job position, we have promised to be there at the time that we've been asked to be there, if not earlier. And so these are just a lot of the thoughts that I had this week. And like I said, I told you at the beginning, we were just going to chat today because I wanted to just kind of share some of the um, frustrations that I hear on a daily basis, you know, from business owners. And those were only a few, but there are so many people that I run into and so many things that I encounter when I'm just out running my errands, you know, and listening to these people. And it's, it's Nice to be able to be there to maybe offer an encouraging word or uh, an example of a solution. But there is so much already that has happened within their business that it's trying to find a starting point. It's trying to figure out how can we get back to where we can start tweaking things, making a difference, uh, finding that disconnect 
you know, in whatever it is that is happening between management, employees, and customers. And so um, one of the examples that I can give you is several years ago, and um, I'm going to kind of take it back to you when I was uh, working. This is more of a physical ailment, but you'll understand the, the connection. Um, I was on a job where I had to walk and, and do a lot of lifting and a whole bunch of other stuff all day long. And um, pretty soon I started to notice that half of my foot was numb. I would walk around and it just felt like that tingling, like when you lay on your arm or you sit on your foot for too long and it just tingles all day long and you, you, you don't have that feeling. Half of my foot was numb. And I had to go to the doctor to figure out what was going on and it was a pinched nerve in my leg that was affecting my foot in the upper part of my leg was affecting my foot all the way down there just because of one nerve that was pinched however it got there you know if I twisted the wrong way one day if I did something if I lifted too too um, heavy of a weight whatever it was but the pinched nerve in my leg was affecting my foot and so it really is a picture of how sometimes we may not know where the disconnect is happening. We don't know what it is that's causing this problem until we go and have it evaluated or we take time to really stop and think about what was it that I was doing, what could have caused this, um, what can I change. And um, it ended up being that when the doctor recommended physical therapy, to work this pinched nerve out. Um, actually, they failed to call me to even set it up, and, and I just said, well, forget this. I'll just go ahead and do my own physical therapy, and I'll start walking again. And so I started going out for my daily walks, and within about, I want to say, between four and six months, the numbness was gone. And just by consistently walking it out, I was able to... Um, relieve that pinched nerve and get the feeling back in my foot. It's the same thing with business. Sometimes you have to just walk it out. Sometimes we have to just stop and think for a moment, what can I do to help this, to help this um, problem? What kind of solution can I come up with? Was it easy for me to go out there and just keep walking daily? No, there were some days where I was tired or my leg was throbbing or I had, you know, that pinched feeling in it or my foot, you know, you're walking and you feel like you can't feel half of your foot. There are those moments that we're going to go through in our businesses with our employees and with the different things that we're trying to figure out, you know, why is this person not showing up on time? Why is that person seem like they're not engaged as much as what they used to be? Why is it that um, I can't get this person excited about doing these um, particular jobs that I'm giving them like they used to get, like they used to be? Because there is a disconnect. There is something right there that is pinching that situation. And it may have nothing to do with you, or it may have everything to do with you. But as a business owner, that is our responsibility to figure that out. So we can't continue to go about our day trying to communicate to a person what it is that we expect from them 
and they're not understanding us because there's something that is hindering that uh, ability to relay that information they're not retrieving it for whatever reason maybe you're used to communicating to this person in that way but their form of communication has changed because there's something that is blocking whatever it was that y'all used to have whatever understanding that y'all used to have um because things happen in our personal lives as well to to distract us and to turn us away from for for a moment from what we used to know and understand and so how can we get back to that place where we can be able to relay that information be able to communicate to our employees and our employees be able to communicate back to us what it is that they're feeling or what they are going through or what their expectations are it's okay for them to have expectations too right because Although they are there to help you grow, help your business grow, there has to be an exchange of you wanting to help them grow, wanting to help them become better at what it is that they do, wanting to train them in more ways than than what they even expected so that they can be even better and do even greater things for you and your company. And when it's time for them to move on, if that season ends, they are now at a greater level than when they came in. So how do you get from that communication to that loyal standing relationship? It's going to be work. But it needs to happen. Know your people. Be excited about knowing your people. Be excited about what it is that you're asking them to do for you. And be consistent on building that relationship with them day after day after day. It's going to take work. But it doesn't have to be overbearing and overwhelming every day. It's just a little bit at a time. But putting the effort in there to know who they are. And allowing them to know who you are. That right there will build a relationship that will lead to loyalty where they want to be there for you. They want to be there for themselves. And that's where you have a beautiful relationship within your business with the people who serve you every day and serve your customers. And so I kind of just want to leave it there. Um, This conversation could go on and on, but I hope that I have encouraged you today. Um, These things are going to happen. They're going to pop up every single day. And And that's why it's so important for us to revisit and continue to just have these discussions on what it is that we can do. We need constant daily reminders, and that's okay because life happens. Things get busy. You know, we we fall away from what we're used to doing on a daily basis. Our routines get thrown out of whack because of whatever it is that's going on, you know, um, spontaneously or in the moment, and that's okay. But just remember that you can always get right back on track. And it is so important to know that the people that are there for you are there because they want to be. And you can make a difference in that. So um, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining me on the Expressions of Destiny podcast. I think we're going to stick to this Wednesday format. Um, It'll still be a teachable moment. But it most likely will be um, 
posting these episodes on Wednesdays so that uh, we can kind of hit you right in the middle of the week and give you something to to lean on, to grow on, and uh, to be encouraged if your week is, is has already had, you know, its ups and downs. And so uh, thank you again for joining me, and I will talk to you hopefully later this week, if not next Wednesday. Have a wonderful day, and God bless.